Hello and welcome along to the Property Gonna Be Podcast. I'm your host, Tim McKnight. And today on the show, we're talking about where are house prices got to bottom out and bounce back first. And I'll tell you what, Andrew. I have got a bee in my bonnet today. Oh, God, here we go again. Well, I'll tell you why. People often ask, when will house prices stop falling? And by that, they often mean, when will New Zealand house prices on average stop falling? But if you're a property investor, that is the wrong question to ask because you don't care about when New Zealand house prices will bottom out as a whole. What you should care about is what is going to happen in the region or regions that you own investment properties in or that you're thinking about buying an investment property in. And I'll tell you why, because there is so much variation around New Zealand at the moment. If I look at just what happened in the last three months of property price movements, the whole of New Zealand fell by 2.2%. And so you might think, oh my God, every property owned in New Zealand is down 2.2%. Well, not necessarily. If you owned a property in New Plymouth, it's just gone up 1.9% over the last three months. If you own in Dunedin, it's down about 0.4% over the last three months. If you own in Wellington City, it's down 5.6% over the last three months. And so some areas are going to do better than the New Zealand average. Some areas are going to do significantly worse than the New Zealand average. And so when you're thinking about, okay, if I'm trying to time the market to buy at the bottom of the market, the time that you decide to go into that market is going to depend on which specific property market in New Zealand you are actually investing in. Now, before I keep rabbiting on, Andrew, put this into context for us. So let's say you went and bought million dollar investment property about three months ago. Now, since then, New Zealand house prices have fallen 2.2% on average. So you might think, oh no, I've lost $22,000. But it depends on where your property is. So as we've said before, if you bought in Wellington, the price of your property has dropped by 5.6% in the last three months. So you have lost $56,000. But if you bought in New Plymouth, the property values there went up 1.9, so you made $19,000. Now, to be fair, just because a region goes up or down a certain percentage doesn't mean that your specific property went up or down that same percentage. This is just the average. So let's talk about which parts of the country are going to hit the bottom first. One of the things that I often look at, and I must admit I did steal this from Tony Alexander, is to look at, well, how have house prices moved over the last three months and how does that compare to the prior three months. So let me give you an example. Over the last three months, as I said before, New Plymouth property prices went up by 1.9%. The three months before that, property prices had fallen by 3.1%. So that means that previously, New Plymouth property prices were falling, now they're going up, so things seem to be getting better. I'll give you another example. Dunedin, the previous quarter, property prices there had been falling by just under 5%. Over the most recent quarter, they fell by 0.4%, as I said before. So again, property prices there were falling quite quickly. They fell over the last three months, but by quite a bit less. So again, things seem to be getting better within that specific property market. That is the same for Christchurch, Hamilton, and Auckland. I'm seeing those house price falls slow down. Now, if I think about some other parts of the country, the house price falls are actually speeding up. If I think about Tauranga, 
You know, six months ago, property prices were falling by about 1.6% within a three-month period. More recently, they've fallen by 3.8% in a three-month period. So in Tauranga, those property price falls are speeding up. That is the same in Wellington City. And so if I'm thinking about this, we've got some parts of the country where property price falls are speeding up. We've got some other parts of the country where property price falls are slowing down. So that probably tells me that an area like New Plymouth, Dunedin, Christchurch, Hamilton, those places are probably going to hit the bottom of their market before places like Tauranga or Wellington City. And what do you think the key takeaway is for property investors here, Andrew? So I think the key thing that people need to remember is that the real risk is waiting for the bottom of the market and then missing it altogether. So when you read the newspapers, all the newspapers are talking about the New Zealand housing market. And so when they're giving a percentage, generally speaking, they're talking about New Zealand as a whole. But they're not digging into the detail of the area that you're wanting to invest in. So I completely understand that people don't want to overpay for something. But look at somewhere like Christchurch or Dunedin. House prices went down 0.5% in the last three months. If you bought for $600,000, you are talking about $3,000 over that three-month period. But if property prices go the other way and they go up a percent in the next three months, then you're going to be paying an extra $6,000 when you go to buy that property if you do wait. So I think it's safe to say that some markets are pretty close or at the bottom of the market, but no one really knows till afterwards and it's neither here nor there. Yeah, I think that when you get to the stage of thinking, well, over the last three months, we're talking about less than a percent in three months' time. Those movements really aren't going to impact every single individual property because that average could be influenced by a couple of properties selling very cheaply. And it is within that kind of margin of error of what is actually happening within the market. So I feel pretty confident being able to say, today in Christchurch, you guys are pretty much at the bottom of the market. Hamilton, I think you're pretty close as well. Auckland is Auckland seems to be going in the right direction. But I'm still a bit weary about lower hut toad on a Wellington city. I had thought that Wellington might bottom out a little bit earlier because property prices have fallen by such a degree there, but I'm still feeling quite cautious about that specific market. When we're thinking about the bottom of the market, I think we've also got to put things into context. So right now, the whole country is down about 18%. And if we think about some of the predictions that came out six, 12 months ago of how far would property prices go from the peak of the market to the trough of the market, Most people were saying, oh, somewhere between 18 to 20%, maybe up to 22% for some of the more conservative banks. If you're 18% through that cycle at the moment, and the maximum you're going to get to is, you know, 18, 20, maybe 22% down, it seems like we're somewhere between 85 to 100% of the way through that decline in the housing market. So I think that in many regions, we are likely already there and others We are close, but perhaps not quite there yet. One thing that I'd also say, just as you're reading the papers, is that if you're reading any prediction from an economist, they are always going to hedge their bets. You will never see, or you are highly unlikely to see a headline where Tony Alexander predicts 0.5% change, that's it. Yeah, or 
ANZ Chief Economist Sharon Zolder says that we are at the bottom of the market right now. I mean, in fact, we did see see headline in Radio New Zealand from ANZ that said ANZ says we're at the bottom of the market now. But often we will always be hedging our bets to say, you know, we are likely at the bottom of the market. We could be within a couple of percentage points of the bottom of the market. And so while an economist is never going to jump up and down and say, now's the time to buy, we're at the bottom of the market. I think that it's safe to say that we are so close that if you are trying to time the market, if you're trying to find the bottom of the market, if you're in some of those regions that we discussed that are going in the right direction now, Taranaki, Canterbury, Otago, some parts of the Waikato, like Hamilton City, then I think you should seriously be considering taking action and starting to look at deals. Now, Andrew, there are some other property markets that I wouldn't take action on. You know, what are some of the areas where you might try and wait a bit, maybe time the market a bit better? Uh, I think Wellington, I'd probably be holding back on. Tauranga, I'd be holding back on. That'd probably be two of my main ones. Yeah, some of the smaller markets as well, Kaikoura and Oportiki. And I tell you, Queenstown? I don't know about Queenstown, though, because. It depends on the deal. Well, at Queenstown, you've actually only seen property prices go down 3.3%. I mean, property prices there at the moment, they were still increasing up to November last year. They've fallen away a little bit, but I don't think that we're going to see that much price fall there. Of course, we've talked about the reason why. The reason why Queenstown hasn't fallen in value much is that, quite simply, it didn't increase in value by quite as much when we had the boom time. I think the whole of the country went up at one point about 55%. Maybe it was 45%. Queenstown went up by 33% from pre-pandemic levels. So some people are looking at Queenstown saying, oh, well, it's it's not falling in value, so maybe it's a great investment. No, the reason it's not falling in value is simply that property prices didn't go up by such a degree in the first place. And the reason, of course, behind that was that the bottom of the Queenstown tourism market fell out during COVID. And so we didn't quite see the same house price spikes as we did elsewhere in the country. So it's really important to understand that context about Queenstown. The reason I, I'm a bit cautious about places like Kaikoura or Portiki as well is that sometimes with those smaller regions, there are so few property sales that it looks like house prices jump around all the time. So sometimes within a three-month period, I think Portiki house prices went up by 25%, and the next three months, they might have fallen by 30%. So the data is very noisy simply because you don't see many properties being sold there. So that's why I'm just holding off those smaller areas as well, simply because it's hard to get a read on what's really happening on the ground. Right, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And of course, if you've got a friend who's trying to time the market, maybe send this podcast to them. It'll give them a really great understanding of that all of the regions are going to bottom out and find their natural bottom of house prices at different times. listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKnight. We're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time, 